Um, here we don't have, uh, you know, a ton on the, on the itinerary, but there's a lot to talk about, obviously with, um, with the budget coming out with, uh, uh, the curve pool with, you know, we, we have a lot uh, of exciting stuff and uh, I'm sure there's a lot on people's, on people's minds. Um, Kubelitz, do you have a couple of things you might want to, uh, kick the meeting off with? Sure. So the immediate item uh, is that the Q1 budget was formally proposed on chain uh, in the past 24 hours, and uh, it started to get a decent amount of support. Uh, I don't recall exactly what it was. Uh, it's about 20% at the moment. And, uh, you know, we're, there was a little bit of pushback uh, from some people on the amount and a little bit of pushback by some people on the the transparency of it. And just to respond to that, um, even though uh, it seems like uh, most of the people that raise those concerns are not here at the moment, um, the amount is largely a function of our expectations for the size of beanstalk farms over the next couple of months and how large it needs to be in order to deliver across a variety of really different projects and deliver really high quality work on all of them uh, and do it in a decentralized fashion so uh, the hope is to develop and train a you know a set of long-term contributors some in a full-time and some in part-time capacities um, but in general, uh, working back from around a dozen, you know, full-time uh, and two dozen part-time uh, contributors, uh, that gets us pretty close to that number. Uh, and you know, there's some wiggle room with the hope being that the Dow can continue, Beanstalk Farms can continue to grow and isn't strapped for cash at cash at the end of Q1, uh, like Beanstalk Farms was at the end of Q4. Uh, you know, because of the small 200,000 bean allocation. Um, and with regards to bean sprout, uh, that number is a little bit uh, less substantiated candidly, but the hope is that there's a lot of flexibility to fund some cool stuff so that uh, hopefully some of it sticks. Uh, it remains to be seen what the killer app uh, for beans or for stalker seeds will be. and. Uh, as much as it's not good to talk in sort of, you know, uh, truisms or uh, platitudes, uh, maybe it's a better word. Um, the, there's a lot of benefit to the ecosystem from funding some innovative ideas at the moment through something like being Sprout. And so the amount, you know, two million uh, is around you know, a little over 2% of the current value of uh, bean stocks market cap uh, and uh, really a very small fraction of the implied valuation on the debt side, which uh, recently crossed around a billion dollars. Uh, and in short, we still think it's enough capital to allow bean stock farms to execute uh, decisively over the next couple of months. But um, it's an estimate. Um, with regards to the transparency of the actions of Beanstalk Farms, uh, A, uh, there's regular uh, updates of the Beanstalk Farms roadmap. Um, the last update was around seven weeks ago, uh, and uh, there should be another update uh, at some point in the first couple weeks of the new year. Um, and furthermore, uh, a lot of the activity of Beanstalk Farms can be followed along in the notion, uh, which uh, a large uh, portion of it is just accessible to the public uh, to view um, because all of this is meant to happen in a welcoming and decentralized environment. So uh, the hope is to uh, continue to create processes that are widely transparent and um, respectfully, we would uh, say that most of the concern around uh, the lack of transparency of 
how Beanstalk Farms is doing or spending its money, uh, you know, is probably misguided at the moment. Um, so, other than that, uh, with regards to commenting on concerns about the budget, um, there is a lot of exciting growth uh, happening around Beanstalk Farms and happening just in general around Beanstalk and the fact that beans continues to oscillate above and below a dollar uh, and certainly tighter to a dollar is very exciting. Um, there's been a lot of uh, growth in the community and specifically the quality of contributors to Beanstalk. So we've been very excited to see an increase in commitments from individuals that we find are very impressive. Um, so. Uh, we're very excited about what's going on uh, in general. Um, don't want to talk too long as we kick this off, um, as this is meant to be more of a community uh, discussion about the state of Beanstalk, and uh, and uh, don't want to don't want to keep keep uh, droning on. But that's a little bit about what's on our minds on the Dow front. Uh, it's generally all very exciting. Great. No, I appreciate that. Um, and especially on the uh, the bean sprout side of things, uh, I'd like to bring up uh, Mr. Manifold, who could maybe just introduce himself to anyone who hasn't uh, hasn't chatted with him. I had the pleasure of a, a long chat with him um, yesterday, and we uh, I think he has a really great vision for bean sprout um, and where it's going to be headed. Um, but also, it uh, looks like we have a we have a prophet on stage, uh, bean prophet um happy to um you know the, the the floor is is widely open so people can come up and uh and bring up what's on their mind and go ahead being profit oh um we can't hear you or i can't at least you may have to set up your mic differently yeah we lost our profit okay um oh. well once once you get it set up we'll um we'll get you get you going um Mr. Manifold, are you in a place where you can come up be an intern? Uh, let's take Bean Intern, and then we can do Mr. Manifold. I'm I'm happy to wait wait if you like. I think I have a pretty convoluted question, so I'm happy for Mr. Manifold to go first. I was going to raise my <laughs> hand, but I can't. I have to just jump up. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Anyone can just jump up on stage the way this is set up, I believe. So uh, go ahead, Mr. Manifold. And not to put oh. you on the spot, but I just would like you to introduce yourself. No, this is great. I feel like I've been listening to you. Uh, one thing, can you speak up a little bit? It's a little bit quiet on um, on my end, or... Give us a quick test here. I don't want. I don't want you to. Is, okay. is this better now? That sounds much now? better. Go ahead. Beautiful. No, no. I was just saying. I've been listening to these Dow memes for about a month now, and trying to kind of take within. It's it's still a little hard to hear you again. Yeah, your audio is a little spotty. Um, okay. Is this better? I just took my uh, much better. Okay. Great. Much no. Yeah, excited to be here. Um, have had several calls with obviously you, Dumpling, Publius, and and everybody kind of contributing uh, within Beanstalk and Bean Sprout. Um, George, I, I'm looking through the list here. I talked to Max earlier today. I've spoken with Bean Merchant, and um, yeah, really excited about the early community and and team and of contributors that's building around Beanstalk. Um, kind of a little bit about my journey. I've been involved in DeFi pretty deeply for the past two years um, and have seen certain ecosystems really start to thrive uh, in the stablecoin world in specific. Um, I've mentioned Terra to, to, uh, on the conversations I've had with people, and I, and I, and I, and I see a similar um, you know, ecosystem we can build around beans and stocks and seeds and pods and, and the silos yields and, and all the cool stuff we, we to always talk about. And so, you know, with bean sprout, one of the things that 
I'm I'm particularly focused on and and would love to see come to fruition is is you know one those killer apps that that leverage all the cool aspects of Beanstalk and and really drive user growth um, outside of the current community that we have and and kind of give Beanstalk um, like this supplemental branch and arm that that further you know helps us carry out and achieve our goals so. You know, I know that's broad and, and there's a lot, you know, I'd like to dive into, um, but excited to be here and, and kind of hit next week running. Um, and, and there's just a ton of exciting things going on. I mean, we just had the curve call um, and, you know, that looks like, you know, we've got a really in, like strategic way to go about that. Um, and, and that's going to bode really well for, you know, peg stability and bringing in external dollars that are that currently aren't in Beanstalk today. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're talking to other teams as well um, for integrations. And, and yeah, you know, incredibly happy to be here and, and excited for the opportunity and, and to work with, you know, like-minded people that, that all share the same goal. So, so thanks for bringing me up, Dumpling. Of course, yeah, thanks for coming up. Um, okay, uh, being an intern, your convoluted question. Um, yeah, no, it's, I don't think it's too complicated, actually, I was, as I was thinking about it a little bit more, but um, I just wanted to say, because I know I pushed back on the BIP, but I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I just pushed back on every BIP because I want to see how people respond to me. Um, but my main thing is that I think, especially with some of the harder to quantify um, bits and pieces, I think just having like really clear metrics or mainly, I guess, with like uh, marketing and some of the growth stuff, I think as long as there's sort of metrics and evaluation for how successful different campaigns have been, I think that will definitely ease, or even if there's like requirements for a certain level of reporting of the success of how money is spent, I think that's the main thing that I have, I guess, issues with sometimes is that can be hard to like quantify how much value we've gotten and i know that's really difficult in even in a traditional business sense but i just like with like maximum reporting of like how money is spent or and i know that can be pretty hard to say like oh we made mistakes here and there but i just think it's uh, much stronger sort of moving forward to make sure that capital's spent in a really effective way rather than just kind of throwing throwing it around absolutely yeah absolutely i I think that part of your question too that I'm not sure we got to in the in the Discord was um, how much was the uh, how much was the Q4 marketing budget? That was one of your yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was in a BIP, um, one of the early BIPs. And Bean Merchant, I think I saw you're here. Um, Bean Merchant, uh, I, I believe that was the BIP that um, that you were on. Can you come up on stage for a sec? And Publius, I think you can speak to it. I think was it was it eighty thousand beans for the um, for the initial uh, marketing budget. The original marketing budget was eighty thousand beans, correct? And um, just in if, terms of if bean merchant that, can't, yeah, go go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can open up easily. Uh, okay, so uh, some of the things that the marketing budget uh have paid for uh other than paying for bean merchants uh labor ipo and chills labor um and hype based labor uh is dumplings merch project um uh there was a uh a revamp to the website uh and the web uh, website designer was paid to do that um the nft project was funded through the marketing budget um this quarter and then there's also a uh, landing page video, which has not been uh, finished yet, um, but is being developed. Um, and that sort of covers the extent of the marketing budget for 2021. Yeah, hectic. I think, I think, I guess what, um, as long as there's some sort of system of like public reporting, I guess, of 
I know the main the main issue I had, and this might just be a problem that just I have, but I think it could be useful for other people as well, is I'm across like a whole bunch of different projects and always kind of like jumping around in and out. And I think it would be awesome. Sometimes I just want to like sort of catch up on what's going on and then it can be really good, I guess, to see like which projects um, money's been spent on and sort of things like that. I just think it would be awesome to have it collated. So I guess that would be the main, that would like answer, sort of quash most of my um, concerns but yeah as I mentioned before when I sort of push back on a lot of the bips I'm more just uh, testing and getting questions answered even though I know I can be a bit uh, aggressive with the way I push back on it as well No, I, I think that it's actually uh, it helped open up a conversation and I think it it often does um, and then you you balance it nicely with uh, <laughs> with your presence when you're actually speaking so I appreciate that. But I think that uh, you brought up a good idea, which is instead of someone having to search through, you know, scroll through all the snapshots and see, okay, this person was hired, this person, this came out of this budget, this came out of this budget, um, having a document that just has a running, um, you know, and this could be something that we utilize because a lot of things that aren't labor related are going to be going through Bean Sprout. So having a Bean Sprout you know, running ledger basically saying, here's here's what was spent on this, here's what was spent on this, here's, you know, we're starting with $800,000, here's, um, here are the different things, you know, that are they're being spent on. I think that's a good idea and certainly be open to, um, you know, what uh, Mr. Manifold and, and Publius and, and other members of the community have to say about that. But I think that that kind of transparency seems very good to me. Um, is that kind of what you'd be yeah. after being entered? Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be awesome. And then I guess, I know we were talking about this before as well, but um, it'd be pretty crazy. I know you were mentioning um, a poker tournament, and I think poker is something that a couple of... Because I know, um, Nasdaq, you'd be in um, Bong Bears. Uh, in the Bong Bears Discord, they play poker often, and I brought this up briefly. I think it could be really uh, funny if we organized a poker tournament, and then we'd have to come up with a good way but basically to challenge other DAOs and say that, like, even if we're not better at poker than them, but just say that we're going to beat them and then challenge a whole bunch of other DAOs at it. poker, put forward some of our community I'm, members. My money is on, on our DAO, candidly. <laughs> well, the but yeah, I think, econ and math people we have, I think so. Yeah, like... <laughs> Especially when you can't read tells on online poker. I think, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I but it. I think, like... Especially, maybe we maybe we do a lot of the actual um, challenging. Like, I'm definitely happy to be tweeting at people for the kind of think. Maybe we have like a sort of quite polite invite because I think we don't want to have like too much memey aggressive um, stuff. Like, actually under the name of Beanstalk, so maybe we like have a couple of people from the DAO as our like people to ship post at other DAO members to to rile them up to get them into um, wanting to like challenge us in this poker tournament. But yeah, I think yeah. that that could make for a pretty interesting way to. Um, but yeah, I think because I know that Olympus has that um, sort of connection with poker, but I'm sure there's a few other people. And then ideally, you want to like bring in some other DAOs that are competitive with each other. And I think a, a good we need we could come up with a sort of charity spin or something like that that might um, entice them, or at least a sort of good for the whole protocol spin that can mm -hmm. justify it rather than it charity. just being this sort of stuff. Yeah, Charity, that, that idea has come up a couple of times um, as, you know, if, if we could round it out by a little bit of charity, especially if it was if we found a charity that was willing to play ball a little bit and accept sown beans, it would be a, you know, it'd be once those beans harvest, we'd sort of get two pieces of news, right? We'd get the piece of news initially when we donated it and then later when they harvested. I think it'd be, it could be kind of a cool thing. Imagine if as well we had it set up so that like a percentage is charitable oh I'm trying to think of a way that it like forces like the DAOs to buy some of each other's tokens if if i was, yeah, I was gonna say actually like, like imagine if it was like everyone had to sew or like we have we agree we're gonna buy some a certain amount of whichever protocol <laughs> uh, <laughs> wins what i was gonna say is just if we made another way we could kind of incentivize other protocols in is if we one of the prizes was a little like five ohm, right? Or three ohm or something. One of the prizes was, uh, you know, we could have different different prizes for different protocols. And then it would allow us to say that part of the prize pool is that token. But then yeah. have the number one prize be beans. Oh, but I, 
Yeah, true. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, we can discuss all these things. In uh, uh, Farmer Dan is doing the um, is really going to be the one organizing it. So, but um, you know, we can all have have this discussion in the uh, events tab. But I think that's yeah, that's very exciting. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, I love I love that idea. I feel like I'm gonna jump down and let let some other people speak because I can just absolutely speak forever. Sure. Hey, hey Dumplin. Um, is it premature to, to, to give more of a detailed update on the, the curve pool, or is it uh, is that something that needs to adjust and talk about it a little later? Uh, I'll let Publia speak to that. Uh, I was in the meeting, um, but you know I wasn't contributing a whole lot. I was really just a fly on the wall. Yeah, so um, it's kind of hard to you know speak in depth about kind of the overall you know kind of strategy with curve without you know taking a significant portion of time um but we will try to formulize kind of an outline of you know our plan for the curve rollout and as well as kind of how that impacts being in the bean token um but generally the idea is you know to first you know launch a curve pool that is unincentivized but can be accessed via the bean website Users will be able to trade through the pool and deposit liquidity on the pool. And then kind of at this, once we have that out, you know, kind of start down two different separate paths. One of giving the bean three curve pool and the bean token integrated into the curve ecosystem and one to get curve integrated into bean stock. So kind of as we go down the route of getting bean integrated into the curve ecosystem, what this entails is, you know, first off getting a proposal passed to get gauge the ability to add gauge to the bean three curve pool and then you know kind of internally working on ways to build gauge through getting a voting share of curve the second way that we're going to work on that is you know allowing curve liquidity to be deposited into the silo and earn rewards the same way that uniswap lp earns rewards on top of that once we're there we can allow users to convert to and from the curve pool as well as Beanstalk to earn the gauge rewards associated with that LP and start to build a voting share itself in the curve gauge voting. Um, so, you know, there's kind of a lot there and a lot of different pieces that, you know, it might be better to break it down in an article and then discuss it in class. Um, but that's kind of a short summary. Okay, super cool. Thank you so much. I'm going to leave the floor open for a bit. I think other people might have uh, questions and I have a couple of ideas for other people who could uh, come up and share a few things. But if there's any questions or things people want to bring up, I think this is a good time. Hey, what's up, Ariel? Um, so this, is, this isn't really, I don't really have anything in particular to like give an update on that I didn't already in the, in the standup, but this is sort of just like a shout to the community. So one thing that I'm focusing on is trying to figure out um, how we can most effectively explain Beanstalk to non-advanced users over the next six months. So what would be really helpful is if when any of you are explaining Beanstalk to like your non-DeGen, like DeFi, DeGen friends, like where the hangups in the explanation are, like what pieces of the explanation like are not really resonating where it feels like we're just like, we don't really like quite have the language or the phrasing that is like getting through to them. So if you come up, if you, if you come across like any of those snags, like it would be super helpful if you could shoot me a DM and just outline like what exactly wasn't working, like, what seems to resonate with with like newcomers really well, um, so so that would be that would be really good just from a, a marketing and and uh, and messaging standpoint. That's such a good point, Eriel, and I'm going to call this Eriel's focus group. 
<laughs> um, Hashrash and Jamin, do you guys have any ideas on this? Um, yeah, so I kind of had a few things connecting to um, stuff that had been said in um, the stuff that Israel said and then that had previously been said. Um, so I, it seems that there's a, a large focus on kind of better communicating um, a lot of different things, whether that's um, communicating to um, people who don't really have any crypto experience or better communicating to the community um, on things, you know, going on with the DAO. Um, and I was wondering if it would maybe be a good idea to create, um, newsletters, both like an internal newsletter and like an external newsletter. Um, cause we have a sort of a lot of, um, information about like what's going on, um, either within the DAO or, you know, information about Beanstalk in general for, um, new people. Um, but I was thinking that maybe if we had like a newsletter that there's one specific place or uh, one specific source each week um, that people can kind of check for updates and, you know, what's going on with Beanstalk, um, that might help kind of, um, you know, streamline the places people have to look just for like a, um, you know, if they're trying to catch back up on Beanstalk or if they're a new person um, that wanted to learn about Beanstalk you know, they could look through the newsletter or, uh, um, you know, go to the get book or something like that. Um, and so it would help both marketing to new people with the external newsletter and then helping um, DAO members kind of stay updated. Um, and Austin just hopped up, but I, I guess I was kind of, um, I got this idea from the notes that Austin always puts out from all of our meetings. Um, that's kind of like a great way to have like, that, that's basically most of what I would think of um, we want in kind of an internal newsletter um, along maybe with like information about um, newly funded bean sprout projects or uh, something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. I really I appreciate that. Um, we'll go yeah, through uh, folks. I, um, hash rash, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think it um, may be a little bit difficult for some people to understand the stock and the seed. Uh, mechanics um so i was thinking maybe having like office hours uh in the discord where new people come in and they have a way to you know speak to somebody and uh, get clarity and hopefully get them to convert uh to understand the protocol so i don't know if that's something that has been discussed with like a community it, manager yeah it has um and maybe even short of having a community manager maybe just having people um the original vision behind having the classes was kind of that you know in in right. people having stupid questions small questions the classes have have turned into something really great i think but it's usually turned into a little bit more um nitty-gritty and like high level right. stuff yeah more sophisticated exactly right so i think right. That if we took if we took some people and almost like had a little bit of a test right or or we could i don't know how we would qualify people as um sort of like tas right and the tas could hold right. office yes hours. i think that's a great idea um yeah i love it i but let's um we'll have to figure out a way to make sure that you know it's not the people are are qualified to answer the questions but i think that if they are it could be a really good idea because when if if a real newcomer comes to class, they may or not, may not at this point be able to get their questions answered, right? So I think that that's a good that's a good idea. Actually, um, don't on that note, I mean, we talked about this actually. I think uh, maybe three or four weeks ago, when we were talking about like graduating classes from one level to the other. You know, what we could do is for a few of us that have been around here for a couple of months, we could just do um, sporadic, maybe even like a daily or um, every other day. 15 minute session that Hashrash is talking about where we can just sign up to say like, look, I'll take 15 minutes this day, I'll take 15 minutes this day. And then we just share with the broader community um, what those are and we can make them again, it's obviously if you have the time, but obviously know that this is, your time is much more limited, um, but have like the shorter, smaller sessions where those kinds of things can come up Hashrash. And then that way, um, I think it would be able to address it in much more real time. Um, like kind of like the Twitter spaces, but almost like just for classes. Um, and again, maybe for those of us that have been here for a while, we can just sign up for like 15 minute slots um, once a day and let those could be like a standing time frame that people could jump in should they have questions. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's uh, very important 
for anybody new that joins Discord um, to get quality answers and to understand, right? We want that conversion. We want to convert them. Do we have any statistics of, you know, uh, active Discord users? I know there's uh, 1,840 people that joined the Discord. Uh, um, Do we know how many people connected their wallets? Do we have that number anywhere? I don't have that data, but I think that, you know, some of those things are gettable through Discord. Um, We could work on getting that. Um, It'd be nice to know, yeah, a little bit more more details about who we're getting, who we're losing, um, you know, that that kind of thing. Uh, But overall, just having it would it would make us a lot stickier if we had if the barnyard, if we just not always had someone in the barnyard, but always from, you know, in the evenings when people are on Discord or, you know, if we could have people in there, if, if we could fill an hour a day with uh you know with with some sort of teachers that could be really good also just want to jump in here i I think you know this it's kind of hard to predict when people are gonna gonna uh, have interest and want want to ask questions but um an easy solution there i think is with the shepherds we all know who the shepherds are if you see somebody new in there and you don't feel qualified to answer a question why don't we just tag the shepherds and say, what do you think being an intern or what, you know, tag all of them. And then maybe one of them can respond pretty quickly. Just a thought. Yeah, that works for, for text. Um, as far as for people who want to, who feel like they need it sort of chatted through, then um, that would be where we'd have the sort of office hours for. Um, but I definitely agree with that. If we could just direct, cause often people are going to ask questions instead of, yeah. Yeah. I think definitely didn't. It'd be yeah. really good as well. I keep pushing for them, and I don't know if we have been doing them. And oh. well, let's do uh, let's do JW first, and then we'll get to you being interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quickly, I think we actually added the scholars tag um, for that exact reason, similar to what James Bean was saying. Um, so yeah, maybe we can do that. But then I agree, the standing where people can come in and talk. I think it, because people sometimes can just be feel more comfortable that way. Um, but is there if there's a way that we set it up that we can tag the scholars? That would be really helpful as well. I think so. Yeah, we need a little more clarity on what scholars is and you know because right now scholars are kind of acting more as, as like mods and we need to like we need to have people who yeah we, anyway I, we can work on that later but yes that's that's a good idea and we need a little more clarity on that once we have a specific tag for that person then we can have we can always tag those people when we need to answer a specific question uh, be an intern uh i was just gonna say have we been doing um any like regular twitter spaces i'm not sure if they've just been in times that i've missing or it's not something that's sort of continued but it'd be good to get like i think twitter spaces as well could be a good opportunity to answer some of those small dumb questions wait sorry some background noise coming through a whole bunch mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear you um we yeah, have been doing them about once a week uh and ipo and chill and hype bay have been leading those um, there was one that was missed this week just because it would have fell on like Christmas Day or something. So it's, the next one's going to be next week. Um, okay. And fair. I would really like them to to get up to two a week because they've been really successful. Yeah. What sort of time do you guys um, do them? Is there a, is there a um, set time of, or is it just randomly sort of? Yeah. So far, they've been a bit random. I think they should have more of a set time. They've been available more. Like one of them was on a Saturday at like um 11 a.m pacific i think so kind of midday eastern and then another one was um at i think like five o'clock or so it wasn't so i think we should try for more of the evening because that's when twitter spaces tend to be more popular but um that's something we can refine as we go or do you think at a consistent time similar to these like town hall meetings is would be good uh somewhat yeah i think that could be uh, that's that would just make it a lot easier for me is the main thing and i think if people can sort of plan around it um, cause ideally we'd want anyone that is, uh, in the Beanstalk community that has a decent, uh, Twitter following jumping into them, even if you're not going to like be super active, at least jump in. Cause then like your sort of followers can see that it's popping up there. Cause I just think that that's, it's a, cause it's new and lots of people are engaging with Twitter spaces a lot at the moment. It's like a crazy cheap, effective market. Like even if they don't join, they're just going to see Beanstalk Q and A at the top of their Twitter. Um, and I think we've got a, quite a few people with a decent amount of following and it's like really targeted cause it's going to be everyone that's in like crypto Twitter, but yeah, yeah. so I definitely so think that's a really good way to get out. Why don't I add you, I'm going to add you to the DM with the Twitter spaces so that you can share your ideas in there. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Easy. 
Thank you. Um, and I totally agree that if you have someone with a lot of followers, we, we have some ideas with cross promotion with, with Olympus and with different places that might have. So yeah, totally good. Um, there's a couple people who've been up here for a little bit who haven't had a chance to speak. Um, Austin and Bernoulli would like to get in. Um, Austin, did you have anything? Sure. Yeah, I guess we're doing this a little bit out of order, but uh, I came up whenever J-Man was talking about the newsletter. Uh, I was curious, like, kind of on your thoughts on, like, the notes today, is the main thing that you would like to subscribe to an email newsletter, or I'd be curious to hear from, you know, everyone here in terms of, I mean, maybe the low-hanging fruit is really we could just have the notion and last week's AMA notes and Dow meeting notes added to the weekly updates and start here channels, and that would probably go a long way in terms of uh, onboarding new members. But um, I'm curious if folks are having a hard time keeping up with things happening in the DAO and the like, and how I can help out with that. I'll let others speak to that because... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, Austin, you and I actually talked about this before. Um, so I do think like a, a doing like a, you know, a TLDR at the top of it or something like that with like the five bullet points and then maybe even just I don't know the date of it, but like kind of key takeaways at the top of it, I think would be really advantageous. Um, I, I think we're all in agreement that the notes that you put together are fantastic. Um, but I just think it's hard because if you're, if someone's jumping into it and they see like a long string of it, it's just a lot to digest. So if they've got, you know, three to five things to just as the takeaway, um, and then I don't know if, if that works then as like the newsletter, but to your point just now of like emails or something like that, um, J-Man for us, I don't know if you have any thoughts, but I, obviously we're not doing any kind of an email list. Um, so I think sending some kind of an update that way would be a little tough other than providing it, like the updates in the Discord or on the Notion. I'm not sure how else we would disseminate it. Yeah, um, for the, I was really thinking, um, yeah, for like a Discord or a Notion updates for the internal part. Um, just because I understand that not everyone wants to put their email out there or anything. Um, yeah, maybe we can start wait, there uh, then with just with updating the weekly updates channel with last week's uh, notes. And yeah, I'm more than happy to add add a recap uh, at the top of each of them. That's, uh, that's definitely very straightforward. And I agree, we'll definitely help out with folks who have less context on kind of the day-to-day -day happenings. It might be nice also to get these things tweeted out there. I don't know how we could achieve that, but, um, you know, we have so much going on and so much to kind of kind of brag about, honestly, that it'd be nice to get some of that out there from the official Beanstalk Twitter or from um, from other people's Twitters that we could all retweet, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm not lying. I think it might be better just to do like a PDF that can be distributed. I don't know so, if anybody I'll, has seen uh, the Agora Dispatch from Olympus, uh, but that does a really good job summarizing uh, everything that's going on in Olympus and I probably have way more than we got, but um, if anybody had the chance to take a look at that, maybe do something like that. Yeah, also, uh, I think Aave does a really good job with sort of their weekly update, uh, where they include both sort of a recap of like the financial market, as well as some of the technical developments that they've been doing. And then they post that in their forum, um, as well as making it into a PDF that they can distribute. Um, Hashrash and George, would you guys mind just dropping uh, like examples of those PDFs? Like either, well, yeah, I think it's okay to put it in the general, or even just fire over a, a DM or something like that. It'd be great to see it. Yeah, I'd be curious if you know, folks are distributing the PDFs on Twitter and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot to to copy in terms of good practices. Yeah, I mean, Austin, if you want, you and I can can regroup on this. I know we kind of kindled that fire um, about two or three weeks ago. I, think I, I just got very focused on the NFT stuff, um, but I think it's something you and I could pick up pretty quickly if it's in any way helpful. For sure. And maybe include George and Hashrash because they have some ideas too. I think if you if you forward made a little working group on that, that could be really good. Yep, we'll do it right now. Um, uh, Bernoulli? Yeah, I just wanted also, to... Also, uh, I love with... your bean, Bernoulli. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, very, very happy to have uh, finally, finally joined the club. Was able to find low enough gas. Um, uh, but wanted since, since with all the uh, talk of newsletters uh, and such, wanted to to share this one idea um, that that has kind of been percolating a bit from first conversations with with Dumpling and Publius. Um, 
but I've also been talking to, to Zero X7 a little bit about it. Um, but I was able to secure the, uh, the Bean Economist Twitter handle. Uh, and one kind of idea we had there is like just a weekly update on the economic performance of Bean. So, you know, summary stats on peg adherence, debt cleared and issued, new beans minted, um, things like that. But I just wanted to, to flag that that was something uh, that, that I was uh, starting, to, uh, starting to work on and wanted to start to make posts from that account and eventually sort of create a, a formalized report kind of on a weekly basis. And, uh, you know, that, that's something we might want to fold into the newsletter to include both in the newsletter and, and in sort of a separate Twitter account so people can react to, to the individual statistics. So wanted to throw out the idea there uh, to see if it's relevant for the, the discussion of the newsletter and also just if anybody has idea for um, interesting summary stats or, or visualizations, uh, would, would always love to hear them. I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you into the mix. I feel like we're all in Zugzwang in a chess game or something. Um, TB456, um, 3456. Your mic might not be on. Okay, well, the, the floor is uh, open. Maybe, uh, maybe we could get Hugh up here to talk a little bit about the structuring of the DAO. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Hugh, are you available to, to come up? Hey, everyone. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, cool. I can give a quick status update on the work that I've been doing in the background um, and then like open for questions if, if there are any. But yeah, like it's been a lot of um, stuff happening um, into like that that wouldn't have been seen by anyone. But it's like um, just like, you know, a big part of it is revamping um, our notion and discord uh, for the DAO opening. That's, you know, that we're trying to get launched kind of officially um mid-january uh so i think like we're actually really on track and potentially can launch earlier um and i think uh some of the engineering team maybe it's like the front end engineering team is actually already um getting set up on the tools so that's like really really good to see um in terms of what's being built like um in, from the notion side um all of the um, databases have been set up, the department level pages have been set up, um, and then a variety of like miscellaneous databases have been set up, for example, uh, like a, a CRM for partnerships um, and, and like, for, you know, various other templates. Um, the, uh, the, and, that's, and that's like mostly for the Notion side and on the Discord side. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we're like just getting started working on this and um, uh, like what I've, just, what I've just done this morning is set up like the recruitment f um, forms um, that integrate with Notion. So that's looking pretty good. And then the main next steps for me uh, or for our team will be like um, getting all the other department leads onboarded onto the system. There's a lot of um, uh, stuff that is, is, has to be ported over from the old Notion um pages uh, into the new one so that that just has to happen in the background i'll be working with the other department leads to you know get that set up appropriately um i want to record a series of video explainers so that people can um you know get up to speed really quickly i've already written um kind of like an article on on the structure uh which i'll be sharing um at some point in the near future like in the next week or so um but i want to supplement that with videos because everyone likes videos and it's more likely that you'll watch a video than read a, a long article um i also want to send out comms to describe all the updates and changes um and then work with the team to get everything ready for launch so that's that's basically my update um yeah hugh took us through it and it's everything you've done here is 
very beautiful and so much more organized and we just love it. So very excited to see your continued work on that. And, uh, and it's so appreciated. So, um, that's going to be great to keep us organized and to have some really good workflows and everything. So that's a uh, really, really great. And I'm excited to see what you do with discord <laughs> because it, I think everyone knows, and there's been some chat that it's getting a little bit, uh, you know, it's getting a little, a little bit difficult to find what you're looking for a little bit, you know, it's kind of growing a bit like a cancer. So it's good to get it tame and, and organized. So appreciate that. No worries. We have someone else just jump up here. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can now. Okay, perfect. Sorry. I was trying to figure out my mic. I've been um, the, since you were talking about uh, just onboarding people, uh, what I've noticed is there is less kind of like visual training on how to kind of work with Beanstalk and what Beanstalk is. And I think that's what maybe you was referring to is, and I, I guess the idea that I was trying to suggest is maybe have like a mini course on a platform like Teachable or, or Udemy. Um, like a 25 to 30 minute short course, which has like short lessons, five minutes each, you know, one covers the silo, the other covers the field kind of thing. I'm, I mean, I would do it if I was qualified enough to do uh, a Beanstalk course, but I think it might be a cool idea, especially because a lot of developers uh, also hang out, a lot of technical people hang out at these platforms. Um, it can also be like a marketing Thing because uh, new people would discover uh, us on these platforms. So I don't know what we think, but I think um, that um, so some kind of visual medium to explain uh, Beanstalk in a structured format might be might be nice, uh, especially because a lot of the questions are, are very repetitive. I feel like um, that come on on Discord. Yeah, that's it. Sure. No, I think that's a great idea. Um... It's to clarify a little bit, what he was talking about was more for internal stuff. So people who are coming on, um, you know, who are coming on to use the notion to figure out, you know, exactly how to, to use different parts and have, you know, what best practices are and that sort of thing internally. But I think that, uh, that really sounds like a, a very nice idea. It'd be amazing if we have it. I guess the question is, is that where we want to, you know, expend resources or do we want to try to pick lower hanging fruit first, I think would be the question, but um, that, this would be the exact sort of project that could be proposed and could be um, done through Beansprout. So I think that's, you know, something that um, certainly could be done. Yep, sounds good. I mean, uh, it, I'd be happy to 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 help anybody um i do online courses for a living so if anybody's thinking about it i'm, I'm happy to help um formulate that uh, and to me one more point it kind of brings a fourth is is discovery and when you do discover let's say beanstalk um and and I, I, one thing i've been working on is is seo um which is basically you know people discovering us through search um, and I've noticed, uh, like in SEO, one thing is that there's, you've got to have some content on your website, which explains, and I know we are kind of doing it off website, we're kind of doing it on Medium and, and different places. Um, so when you go to the about page of the website, for example, there's not a whole lot to kind of describe um, what Beanstalk is. Um, so I don't know who thinks about that, but I think that's one more Thing that's just the content of the website describing what Beanstalk does uh, might be helpful. And I think right now it's kind of structured mostly for very crypto, um, very DeFi people because everybody's going to run to the white paper. So I don't know, that's uh, just one more thing I wanted to bring up, but that's, that's it. Thank you. So on that front, you know, we've definitely been interested in creating a landing page on the Bean Money website. And, you know, Wolfie, has, you know, is still working on you know, a video kind of intro explainer video that will be, you know, the focal point of that kind of landing page. Um, you know, we have a landing page in the works and, you know, we should probably expedite the process of getting the language and copy that site ready to go. Sounds good. Thank you. 
that said, you know, we kind of have a draft page. Um, you know, the copy just kind of needs to be worked out. So if anyone is kind of interested in taking on, you know, drafting the language for the landing page, that would be Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to help with that. Um, Dumping, just let me know. Yeah, and same. I'm happy to work with TB on that. That's a lot of the full time focus for me on Web two stuff right now. Okay, great. Um, and one thing I wanted to bring up is uh, TB. I know that for SEO, sometimes people, if they associate, if there's a blog associated with a uh, with a website, like if you sort of wrap the blog within the URL, um, that can really help for SEO. Is that um, is that true in your experience or is that something like should we continue to use notion or should we try to have an internal blog or i just wanted to we can chat about that offline too but um i would I'd just be interested in your take on that yeah i mean the i, I wanted to mention that but i felt like i didn't want to you know propose a change that's like too drastic but it definitely if you look at it, some some of the other crypto websites um you know they have a blog and even stable coins you know, a, a blog post as simple as like what is an algorithmic stable coin um, and it's on a bean.money website and it starts ranking, I mean, that's going to get us a ton of traffic. So that's definitely a best practice. Um, and and so I, I don't know how to bridge the gap between all the content we have on Medium. Um, and our Medium does rank and I've seen it, but it, it doesn't rank as high. So... Um, if we if we are open to thinking about having a blog associated with our own website on our own domain, I think that's going to help a ton in the long term in in getting search traffic. And jumping on that yeah. note, there's just a, there's a ton of other content we could add and migrate over to the site to help with crawling and help with SEO ranking in general for sure. Okay, yeah, I think these are these are good things to discuss and think about um, as we, especially as we build the site. And we have the landing page. It seems like those are things we could incorporate to that. Um, but we can leave that for now. But I think that's great. Hashrash, your mic was open. Do you have something to say? I was going to say that uh, since we're talking about the site, uh, it's super uh, helpful to expand uh, specific sections of the website to get detailed explanation of what, as an example, silo is. Um, was thinking, would it make sense to add like a, um, you know, link to a video explaining um, that section? So, you know, you would have uh, links in the descriptive section of the feature, and that will also take you to a video that explaining it. Would that make sense? Well. At the at this point, we don't have those videos. But if we did, um, you know, that could be a, that could be a an option. Um, are you suggesting like short, little, like one minute videos explaining the? Um, and would right. those be hosted on the site, or would this be like linked to some like to like YouTube or somewhere else? Um, they can be embedded YouTube links. Okay, and get the content out into YouTube uh, as so well. You're thinking like when you when you expand from from bean money if you like what is the field you would that would be right. in a drop down and then there'd be a video b beneath the text explanation um could be i mean i don't know how that would look on a website but possibly okay that's something to think about i think definitely more video content um is is great um and if you know, I think this would this would be a good first bean sprout project is is people who you know who would really want to walk through and um, uh, now we have to see what the Wolfie video has. We don't want to duplicate uh, effort, but smaller videos explaining individual portions of Beanstalk seem like that could be a really effective thing, for sure. Trying to think of the best use of our next uh, four or five minutes here. Does anyone on stage have anything else to say? Um, I was just going to say um, could make use of the uh, MetaBean for additional stuff. I don't know how many people have seen the like gather town. You're kind of but... cutting in and out. Uh, MetaBean. 
Hello? Hello? Can you hear me more clearly now? Is it? I don't know yes. if it's my connection. Yeah, okay, so I was sitting a bit far away from my computer. Uh, Hugh, ages ago, like super early Beanstalk, um, made like a gather town space where you can actually interact with different parts of the protocol. And I think it could be interesting to put, you could sort of put little educational signs and things to read about um, to explain different parts of the protocol in there. And then we could just have it up as a thing that people can wander around in to learn. There was a, yeah, just to echo that, there was a, um, I think it was redacted. Uh, they had like a community engagement event. I'll, I'll link, I'll find the link to it. Um, but it was a gather town map that they had created. And it was one of the most immersive kind of like metaverse experiences I've had. Um, it blew our metaverse. Oh, you're out cutting out, you're cutting. Um, uh, yeah, I, it actually, I think it's just your Wi Fi being entered. Yeah. Um, anyway, like uh, it, it, it was so much more um, immersive than than the MetaBean. But I mean, we had a lot of fun putting that together. And there's some pretty cool integrations. Like one of the things you can do is you can like put these um, like embedded uh, browsers everywhere in the map. Um, so you can put one uh, in like a like a little graphical um, computer, like a little computer thing in the map. And you click on it and it opens a browser. But one of the coolest things is that you can interact with MetaMask through the browser within GatherTown. And so we have this thing set up where you can go to a computer and then um, uh, like interact with Bean.Money uh, through MetaMask within the MetaBeans. So it's fantastic. But you can extend that very easily to adding educational resources, as you say, or like hosting town halls or a whole bunch of other things. So yeah, this some ideas. so but- cool. It sounds so cool. I had this idea of trying to have our, our meetings early on. I had this idea of like having them like in a barn where we could like be like sitting on bales of hay and like our us and our beans. And I thought that's something that would have to happen in like, you know, a year from now or something. But if you can make that happen, but even better than that would be what you said, like walk around like a, a digital farm, right? And like go to the silo and like learn about the silo at the silo, like go, you know, go to the field and learn about, you know, that sounds amazing. I'm almost tempted to show you um, if, if anyone has like, oh, it's only one minute left. Maybe I'll just share, share some screen. No, but we don't, I mean, there's no hard stop here. I've, I'd be really, Let's I, do I it. think other people probably would too. Better being reveal. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, I can't share my screen on this thing. It doesn't look Oh, like I wonder it. if I can give you permission or something. Dumpling, I think on the stage you're not able to to share screen. How about this? How about we all um, we go to people who want to see this? Um, back to the barnyard. Now we could, yeah, back to the barnyard and let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's go to this. Let's watch it. Everyone walk on over. Back from whence we came. Um, just to like talking about a Discord bloat, we have a lot of we have a lot of um, a lot of different voice channels. I was like lost looking for a meeting, and I kept I just joined the wrong one and was sitting in there on my own for ages without realizing that I was missing out on a call. Yeah, yeah that happens to me too. <laughs> we do a bad Discord bloat. I just find myself scrolling and scrolling. We have to yeah, I've already, I already I don't know if anyone noticed, but I made. I made like an archive section and started dra- dragging channels we didn't need down there. So you can actually drag other channels you want to temporarily. I thought it's better to have it there just in case we don't want to completely delete them. But then, yeah, didn't want to do too many, too many crazy things. I just did the farmhouse and the bean recipes because it was pretty unanimous that we don't use them anymore. But yeah, please move other channels down there. Cool. Okay, now, so- Q, you're actually working on... on- uh, before we get too crazy, you know, changing our Discord around, you're working on it, right? I am. So there's like, um, uh, yeah. Th- there's so let's let lot. let's let Hugh do it. And sorry, being intern, I, I agree yeah, with no, you, but no, 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 Hugh's going to do it. So let's have one person in charge. <laughs> okay, let's see this. Let's see this. Okay, cool. Uh, let me just share my screen. So um, 
Yeah, like a bit of story. Um, so like being intern myself and uh, I actually can't remember what his nickname is, but uh, one other uh, guy called Liam, we, we got together and basically like joined this um, uh, gather town as just a way to hang out during COVID. And we drew this town plan because we wanted to create like a, a bean metaverse. And so we have like the field for sewing, we've got the silo, we've got the market and we've got the great hall. And, um, you know, <laughs> this was just like our town plan. But then if I like exit out of this, I'll show you what it actually looks like. Um, this is the market that I'm sitting in. And so you can have like these whiteboards and signs that, that display certain information um, and these computer terminals where you can open the browser. But I'll just give you like the quick tour if I walk around here. <laughs> um, so you can come through here and um, this is the Great Hall. This is where we meet to discuss bean-related matters and come in here and basically like stand at the podium and then you're now broadcasting to the whole room. Um, and you can imagine like everyone sitting here and listening and basically like we do on Discord, but it's more of a um, like a, <laughs> yeah, like a metaverse experience. Um, and if I go over here, this is the field um, where you, you know, you can get sewing. And as I said, like I can, you know, click X on this computer terminal and it's going to open up the web app. Um, and then, you know, once this loads, I, you can see that my wallet's connected. And then I can go through and basically like, you know, do stuff here. So if I click this, what it's going to do, I'm not mm -hmm. sure if you can see the pop-up, but it's going to like pop up MetaMask and I'll be able to, you know, um, you know deposit a key or convert bean or whatever it is. Like this is all kind That's of like- much better. Yeah, I, I didn't like that either. I noticed that too. I didn't just, I didn't want to like add more- Aaron, Aaron the, can you the, the, Um. Sorry, that's, yeah, so anyway, that's like kind of the main thing there and you can come across and we've got the same thing for the silo. We've just represented it with a whole bunch of barrels. Um, <laughs> I but, love it. This is so yeah. cool. Yeah, um, and what we really wanted, like we had this vision when we first started this, like we wanted to have this, um, um, you know, the beanstalk as like a, a dynamic object that could grow um, based on, like the size of the protocol or some other metric um but yeah like we didn't get around to to sort of fully fleshing this out and the last thing here is the mead and beer tavern <laughs> it's just like a stupid space that you know you could kind of like come and socialize um or you can take your meetings here for example um yeah anyway that's any that's kind of that's kind of the tour i love this so much yeah, i want to change this is so i'm going to awesome. change the town hall to the great hall first off <laughs> <laughs> we now have great hall meetings. Well, you see, the great thing is, right, like, because you can embed, um, like, any browser, right, or any website, you can, if you've got a, a poker game on a website like poker.com or whatever it would be, then all you'd need to do is just have it um, linked to the terminal that you're playing on. Um, and then, you know, people can play on it, right? Um what I was yeah. basically thinking in the future, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, is that we start putting all of the videos and everything in there as well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this was when, this is back in before BIP2. This was like just after BIP1, I think. <laughs> and we'd like put this as a proposal, but we never actually did anything with it. I love the idea of gro the beanstalk growing like growing somewhere getting bigger and bigger like that's awesome yeah when we, when we were trying to figure out ways of like expanding the nft space too like i was definitely looking into the into um gather town a little bit but this is so fantastic yeah so i want to find there was a there was like another one um but i'll, I'll have to find it anyway it's like there was another one that I think it was Redacted did, and it's so, it's so worth having a look at. It's a lot of fun. Um, and there were all of these, like, Easter eggs everywhere. Um, some phenomenal work, but... Uh, and I don't know how they did it. And they must have worked with GatherTown to, to build it because it was so complex. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun and got so many people on Twitter, like, sharing, like, screenshots. And, yeah, it was a really big thing for Redacted. 
Yeah, yeah I already took some screenshots and I'm going to share them on Twitter. Just you doing that. Oh, so I can yeah. totally see that. Hugh, that would be so clutch for us in terms of in terms of socializing and making it edu like the educational accessible and stuff like that. I mean, um, I, I think like that's you know something I know something you and I have talked about in the past. But like there was a playfulness to the site when it was kind of the long scroll in the past, um, and as a result, like it almost had this like gamification feel. But like that obviously takes it to a different level, um, and is fantastic. I mean, that's so cool. I was about to say it 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 does feel very like you said like playful as opposed to like. Temple DAO using crypto, crypto voxels, like it's much different and I like it. Like this is, it's perfect for us, I think. Yeah, it's an, it, like, it makes me want to explore it. It makes me not feel like overwhelmed by it. Um, I think it really does embody like from, from like in my, on my side, at least what it's been like to, to be part of uh, Beanstalk. So I think this is something we should, I mean, continue to, to build for sure and figure out how we can use it um, either internally, but definitely externally. I think it's a great way to, to attract um, new people to it. And we could use it as a, as a way to really educate about the protocol in a playful way. So one question, you know, in terms of loading data feeds into, you know, uh, the, the space, can we kind of route API calls that return data in there and, you know, kind of get some, you open this board, it tells you analytics, maybe even load a graph into there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not, right? Like provided that there's, um, you, you know, you can surface on a web browser, like you could easily put Dune Analytics, right? Just embed the link to Dune Analytics, where I think, you know, it would be interesting to talk to the devs from GatherTown to understand more is like, yeah, can you put some webhooks in um, into like in, into our systems and actually and actually change the map dynamically? Like maybe you have a billboard or something that shows the current price, for example, or like the market cap or whatever it is without needing to go into a browser. But for MVP, like, you know, you can you can do everything on a browser. You should be able to do it. Um, natively yeah 